From the mind of a maniac. Eight horror stories that are interconnected either significantly or slightly and are all bundled into one gigantic collection. That's right, you get eight books for the price of one. Maniac on the Loose, The Nine Lives of Ski Mask, The Craving, The Caretakers, It Lives in the Attic, Goat Sucker, Spirit Stalkers, Hell is Full. All eight books for the price of one. Go to Amazon and search for From the Mind of a Maniac or go to maniacontheloose.com slash books. If you like scary stories, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories Podcast. <laughs> Sit back and relax. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and enjoy the ride. The Haunted Apartment In the middle of a major city is a high-rise apartment building. The apartments within the building are in demand and cost a pretty penny. There is a long waiting list of people hoping to snatch up one of the coveted apartments if any become available. Every apartment in the complex is currently occupied, except for one. One apartment in the building is always vacant, and it's priced ridiculously cheap compared to the other apartments. So why is such an inexpensive apartment in such a sought-after location always vacant? Because it's haunted. Or so they say. I had been bitching and moaning about how difficult it was for me to find an apartment in the city that didn't cost an arm and a leg. A colleague of mine was sympathetic to my situation and was aware of the so-called haunted apartment. He explained to me that no tenant had ever remained within the apartment for more than three days before vacating in terror. Evidently, renting the apartment had become such a hassle that it isn't even advertised anymore. The fully furnished apartment is simply left unoccupied. I'm a confident, successful businessman in my late 40s, and I don't believe in ghosts. I'm the kind of guy who needs beyond a shadow of a doubt proof before he accepts something as fact. So, if this apartment that was rumored to be haunted actually existed at the price my friend quoted, I wanted it. I knew someone who was acquainted with the owner of the building. He set up a meeting for me with the apartment manager. The apartment manager was a man named Mr. Price. He was an elderly gentleman, handsomely dressed in a suit that was not off the rack. He walked slightly stooped over, but got around just fine. He was a direct fellow. He certainly didn't mince words. The apartment is haunted. I chuckled and explained that I didn't believe in ghosts. Neither did I. 
He confirmed that the rumor of no one ever staying in the apartment for more than three days was a fact. And of course, the majority of people who left so quickly wanted their deposits back. The entire process became such a nuisance that they stopped renting it as an apartment and began renting it by the night, much like a hotel room. That didn't work either. Most guests didn't last the night and would demand their money back. The entire thing became such an aggravation that they ultimately decided it was best simply to leave it unoccupied. The story was intriguing, but I didn't believe it for a second. There was nothing scary about the building. My image of a haunted location is something old, decrepit, and terrifying. This building was none of those things. Or so I thought. While the building appears to be modern, I was slightly surprised to find that it was built in the 1940s. Mr. Price took me to the 16th floor of the 22-story building. The apartment in question was at the end of the hall, room 1600. I watched as Mr. Price drew in a deep breath and held the key up against the doorknob. His hand was shaking. He was genuinely frightened. Eventually, he was able to insert the key and open the door. We stepped a few feet inside the apartment, and I must admit that I startled slightly when the door slammed behind us. I crinkled my eyebrows in confusion as I looked down at Mr. Price. Is there a draft in the apartment? Mr. Price stared at me with total seriousness as he spoke. It doesn't want us here. I shrugged this off and strolled through the apartment without further incident. It was an unassuming apartment, simple living room with a connected kitchen, a small hall that led to a bathroom and bedroom. While it was nothing special, it was perfect for me. A simple, easy to maintain furnished apartment in a prime location of the city. I'll take it. The arrangement I had to agree to was first month's rent in advance and a non-refundable security deposit. I also had to sign paperwork stating that if I vacated the premises for any reason, I would not sue them. It was clear that they didn't expect me to stay long. I agreed to the terms and moved into the apartment immediately. Day... One. I moved in on a Sunday and had no issues at all during the day. Everything was fine, and after putting away my clothes and a few personal items, I settled in. I spent the majority of the day and night staring out the window at the beautiful city skyline. Then I went to bed. I was sleeping well, but when you get to be in your late 40s, it's common to have to make a few more trips to the bathroom during the night. One of the many joys of getting older. Bathroom trips 1 and 2 were uneventful, so I'll spare you the details. It was the third trip that something unusual occurred. After using the bathroom, I stepped to the bathroom doorway and turned off the bathroom light. Then I froze. With the bathroom light off, the only lighting in the room was cast from the full moon shining through my window. It illuminated things enough that I could see subtle details of my bed. And there was somebody in it. 
I could make out the body. It was completely concealed by blankets, but the outline of the body was clear. There was no mistaking that there was somebody in my bed. I quickly flicked the bathroom light on so I could see better, and suddenly the bed was normal again. There was nobody there. I turned the light off again. If the body appeared again in the moonlight, my plan was to approach it and touch it. I'd confirm that it was nothing more than an optical illusion of some sort. However, when I turned the bathroom light off, and the bed was enveloped by the moonlight, it was clear that the bed was empty. The figure that I had previously seen was now gone. I slept the rest of the night with the lights on. Day 2 Monday morning in the apartment was uneventful, but I can't say the same about when I returned home from work that night. As I walked into the apartment and hung my coat on the coat rack, I heard distinct whispering coming from the bedroom. It was a single voice speaking in rhythmic tones, perhaps chanting. Hello? As soon as I spoke, the whispering stopped. I rushed to my bedroom to make sure nobody was there. I looked in the closet, under the bed, but nothing. No one was there. Later that night I was watching football and had the volume up high. When the game was over and I turned off the TV, I heard unmistakable laughter. It was a deep, hollow laugh. Sinister. Evil. It was coming from the bedroom. Again, I hurried to the bedroom only to find nothing. However, the room was frigid. I checked the thermostat and the heat was running, but the room was ice cold. I went back to the living room and watched a little more television. During a quick, silent break in between the TV program and a commercial, I heard the creak of a footstep behind me. I turned around and saw nothing. I muted the TV and listened. After a few moments, I could hear footsteps coming from the bedroom. I stood and walked to the hallway. The bedroom door was open and for a fleeting second, I swear I saw a tall, looming silhouette. I blinked and it was gone. Now, it's possible my eyes were playing tricks on me, but I was sure of what I saw. That night, while I lay in bed, I was awakened by something other than my bladder. I woke to hot breath on the back of my neck as though someone were sleeping, cuddled up behind me. I turned, and nobody was there. I got up and slept the rest of the night on the couch. Day 3 When I woke up that Tuesday morning, the front door to my apartment was open. I closed it, had a quick bite to eat, got dressed for the day, and headed for the front door to leave only to find it open again. It was as though something was inviting me to leave. I had to work late that day. When I got back to the apartment that night, I entered and the entire place felt heavy. Almost like what you would feel on a hot, humid summer day, only the room wasn't hot. It was cold. Work was hard that day and I was exhausted. I had a quick dinner, watched a little bit of TV, and went to bed. I woke up in the middle of the night for a bathroom run. When I was finished, 
and was washing my hands, I literally jumped when I looked up into the mirror at my reflection. Only, it wasn't my reflection. It was someone else's. I was staring at a ghoulish man with a long, slender face. His black hair was long and stringy. He was smiling at me sadistically. I rubbed my eyes and opened them again, and this time, it was my own reflection I was staring at. As rattled as I was by this, I was so tired. I opted to worry about that the next day and crashed down onto the bed. A few hours later, I awoke again. I turned over in bed and reached my arm out. My eyes opened wide in horror as I felt my arm draped over a body lying next to me. I slowly moved my hand over the body. I could feel warmth emitting from it. I began exploring the contours of the body with my hand to ensure it wasn't simply a combination of a pillow and my imagination running wild. And it wasn't. It was a naked body. I could feel thick hairs on the skin and the bony ribs. And then all at once, the body sprang to life, rolled over on top of me and pinned me down. I tried with all of my strength to break free, but whatever had me was too strong. I couldn't budge. I could not see my attacker. It was an invisible force, but I could feel its skeletal hands wrapped around my wrists. I could feel its hot breath against my face. I could feel its long hair brushing against me. I screamed as I fought against it, and I could hear it chuckle as it toyed with me. It was amused by my fear. Finally, I broke free. I bolted out of the apartment and never even returned for my belongings. We hope you enjoyed the show. We're dying for you to come back for more. <laughs> Visit ManiacOnTheLoose.com Sign up for our newsletter and I'll give you some free stuff. We'll see you soon. Very soon. My latest book is out. Blood-Tingling Tales, Volume 4. Over 15 scary stories are waiting for you. Go to ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash books, or just go to Amazon and search for Blood-Tingling Tales.